eight o'clock. It's time to get rolling. It's time to go live. It's time to put my headset back on. <laughs> and, try, and try to get going. Let's roll that intro. Jump on in here, refresh that page. Let's go live on IG. Can you believe we made it through another Monday? We are live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Church Prep with MWD. Monday drum roll. I am Mark W. Douglas. Let's start things off with a prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Be Monday drumroll. It's now time to introduce the song of the week's title and lyrics. The number 15 song of the week is titled Your Perfect Will. And now to read those lyrics. Oh, you're going to love this one. Let's read those lyrics to Your Perfect Will. For so long, I have been bound inside myself closing the doors hoping I'll find my way somehow but could I be the one could I be the one you're calling Lord deep inside your arms when all I have is faith Will it be enough to carry me through to your perfect will? For so long, I haven't found my freedom, Lord. Holding the rails, praying that I won't fall. But Lord... Could I be the one? Could I be the one you're calling, Lord? Deep inside your arms? When all I have is faith, will it be enough to carry me through to your perfect will? Your perfect will. In my life, Lord. Are you calling my name? Your perfect 
will in my life, Lord. I hear you calling my name. For so long, I have been waiting for someone other than me to take the lead while the work is done. But could I be the one? Could I be the one you're calling, Lord, deep inside your arms? And when all I have is faith, will it be enough to carry me through to your perfect will? Can I be the one? Can I be the one you're calling, Lord? deep inside your arms. And with a little bit of faith, I pray that you will carry me through to your perfect will. Oh, your perfect will comes out of the dark. I tell you, just keep in mind, everybody just keep in mind, just like last week's song, No one has ever heard these songs. I wrote it probably 25 years ago. No one's ever heard this song. It's still as hot and relevant as it ever was, and I'm going to release this song this coming Sunday, the 15th song. Ooh, it's the Spotlight song, the last song in my 15th song, Sunday Jam Concert. It's a church prep prepping you before you go to church. I'm going to start that concert at 8 a.m., try to finish by 9.15 We'll get you out the door. We'll get you showered up. You put that thing on Bluetooth and let's go to town. I'm just going to be singing 15 songs. No blabber, no blabber jabber like I do on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Like I'm doing right now. You ready for the blabber jabber? What a song, Your Perfect Will. I think I've written down here that I, I guess I started writing it back in 2002, but that may not even be correct. I always say that because that's just, you know, it was they were in a they were in a legal pad, like a yellow legal pad notebook, and then spiral notebooks. Who knows? I, I start I started trying to keep track of when I was writing the dates after a certain amount of time of just writing, maybe for a decade, or maybe I did a right click on the properties of the song when I created it in the Google Doc. I'm sorry, a, a Word Microsoft Word doc. That's when I put down that I first wrote it, but that was the first time I put it into a Word doc. Before then, it was just on a legal pad. So there you go. Who knows? Great song. You're going to love it. Just like I hope you loved the Lord's Prayer, which was last week's song of the week. What a good one. Your perfect will. So let's break the song down just a little bit, and then I want to go over kneeling. Maybe we'll, we'll kind of mix it together, okay? So your perfect will. So obviously, what I'm, what am I trying to say with this song? perfect will. Does God have a perfect will? Think about the word perfect, right? I think when I start, I always love talking about Christian light. Oh man, you know, and I, I, I may have coined that term. If I coined that, if I, I mean, I'm not saying I did, but maybe I coined the term Christian light, L-I-T-E. I think I coined it, but it doesn't matter. Um, the, the point is, is 
when I think of Christian light, I think of not even, you know, this is, this is what happens. Somebody says, here, here's exactly what happens. Are you ready, folks? This is exactly how it works. And see if, as I'm saying this, if I, as I'm speaking this out of my mouth, I want, to, I want you to answer honestly if you have done this. I say something that the Bible is kind of steadfast and kind of harsh about. You know, because these days and times, we want to always preface our statement. Now, I don't necessarily agree with what uh, this, that, and the other. And also, I want to make it clear that I'm, 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 and then they say the statement. All this, all this front-loading, apologizing before you say the thing that is the thing that's, that's actually the Word of God, right? The Word of God. Okay, so when you say the statement, you know, perfect. Everybody, so anything, anything, anything about the Bible. Some people are always, oh, but like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, you don't have to really do it that much. I'll give you an example. Praying on your knees. As I was... Missing, I missed that one little passage last week on Friday about getting on your knees and praying because, you know, last week's song was the Lord's Prayer. Why do we get on our knees to pray, right? So that's just one tiny example. It's not a sin if you don't get on your knees, okay? There it is. I'm prefacing the, the fact, right? But this is what people do. They, they'll go, oh, you know, when I looked it up, you don't have to get on your knees. But what would happen if you did, Right? And I tell you, it's not that God's going to hear you any, even more, but here's what it does. And this is, a, this is a fact for me. I don't see how it's not a fact for every human being. I'm, I'm just telling you, you got to put yourself into the situation. Oh man, I've got some, <laughs> give me just two seconds here and see if I can't uh, help this. Oh, I don't think I can. Uh, who knows? So anyway, the, um, yeah, the, uh, the deal here. Oh man. I don't know if I can fix it now. Let's see. So I've got one of my, I've got a couple of cameras here that I've been working on and the cameras just seem to be going bogus on me, meaning that they are getting on my nerves, basically doing their own thing, coming up with their own ways to focus their camera. Okay. I think I'm going to have to get me a different one. Okay. So let's not, I'm, I feel like I'm tongue tied tonight. Okay. If I say to you, right, we're going to pray. And then you just, you're just sitting there, but you have the capability of getting on your knees. Like, it's not like a, you know, it's not like, it's not like you can't do it. It's not like you're old and feeble. Okay. Let's just stop that. So all the, I'm talking to all the people that can get on their knees. It's not a problem. Just getting on your knees. It's not a problem. We can put a little pillow down, a little towel, a little cushion, a little doubled up blanket. And I said, and I say to you now pray, right? Things change, don't they? You know what I'm talking about? All of a sudden, it doesn't, you just, you jump from Christian light to something else, right? Just Christianity or something. I don't know. I'm not saying again, I'm not saying it's wrong. God's going to still hear you. I'm just saying little things like this, water down, right? And so, so just think, we're all thinking out loud right now. When's the last time? Just, just answer it to yourself. When is the last time? You actually got down on your knees to pray, right? So I'm going to connect that with your perfect will. God's will, Christian light. God's will for your life, Christian light maybe, when it's compared 
to God's perfect will for your life, right? Well, okay, that's interesting. You've got a perfect will over here in God's will. So I'm just telling you, just like the same thing with the knees, it, it's the same thing, but it's kind of not, right? Because you have the, the watered-down version, which you didn't even probably think about until I mentioned it, but then you have God's perfect will. What is God's perfect will? So God has a will for you, right? And then, as you know, this is just the way it is. Everybody, right? Everybody, including me, everybody is going to zigzag. We're just humans. We're going to zigzag from the perfect will that God has for us. So he's got this plan for us, right? When he made us in the womb, right? He made us in, 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 our, in the mother's womb. And then, uh, and then it's the perfect will, is it not? I mean, of course it is. It's the perfect will for our life. And then things happen, right? Things start to happen, and we go our own way, and then we come back on the road, and then we go. Imagine like a big highway that's straight, right? And, you know, I'm actually, what, what am I watching? The, uh, the, the, the promise, the, the pilgrim's uh, progress, pilgrim's progress, a little animation thing, one of the 350-year-old story from a man who's in uh, jail or whatever. I'm going to flip this. I'm going to f- keep that from switching around because one of my cameras doesn't work tonight. Okay. So what I'm saying is, is yeah, he's part of the story is he's constantly getting off of the trail, the straight line ahead that, that, that the Lord has for him. Following the light, he goes to this side. He gets tempted. He goes to that side. He sees the jewels. He sees the, the easy way. He gets talked out of it. He's weak. Not really masculine at all in this in this in this narrative. I'm not sure if it, the story was written that way, but not really. Just basically a, a, a softy, softy for a, for a man. That is a man. You know, this, you know, just doesn't really represent more of a milk toast. I would say, um, you know, drinking the what is he? Uh, uh, yeah, the, the 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 soy, the soy, drinking the soy milk. Okay, not much testosterone, lowering testosterone levels, which has been proven as a fact, right? So your perfect will, and then we get out of the perfect will, and then we come back. But we could still get back to the perfect will, couldn't we? Oh, I think so. I think so, because God knows. The sin is common, you know, the sins that are common to man, right? He knows we're going to sin. He knows we're going to get off the track. So your perfect will, this song that I wrote, is written to think about, like, what if we woke up every day with this idea in mind? What is your perfect will for me? Rather than, do you see the difference of rather than, what's your will, Lord? What's your will? Oh, you got a will for me. Oh, that's nice. That's, oh, you got a will, my purpose-driven life. Oh, you got a purpose for me. Oh, that's nice. Instead of, God has a perfect will for your life, a perfect destination, destinations for all the things that he wants you to do, right? His perfect will. There's something about that little salt and pepper that's on there, right? Perfect will. Mm, Okay. And then again, like again, praying when we could just so easily get down on our knees. There's a huge difference that happens in a human between sitting and praying and Praying, praying. It's a good thing. God's still hearing it, I'm sure. Versus getting on your knees and praying. Getting on your knees and praying, right? So we could start right there with the title and go, you know what? 
That's true because something about that gritty sandpaper, it lands, right? It lands, and if you push hard enough, ooh, it takes off the skin, right? It just it wears you down. Ugh, wow, that really did land. That's some gritty sand. That's some gritty sandpaper you got there. That that perfect will in my life. And then, but see, here's the thing. Here's the here's the tar. Ready ready to step into the tar pit that you cannot get out of. I couldn't get out of it. Praise God, I didn't get out of it. So here's the praise God, right? When you step into the tar pit and you really do say, okay, God, what is that perfect will? And you really go, you know what? I'm not going to kind of give you my my life, my actions, my thoughts, my hands, my voice, my ears, and my soul, and my feet, right? Where, where, where my feet take me. Where my, what my mouth, where my mouth takes me, where my ears take me, where my everything takes me, right? My hands, what I'm touching, what the things that I, the things that you know get get me going, and I'm going to just give it all to you. And then we start to unravel this amazing gift, and we've got we've got we're, we're like opening up a present, and we can see eventually God's perfect will for our life. I mean, once you open that up, man, and you can see it, and it's a joyful thing. It's a wonderful thing. There's no, like, I'm going to get back over here. for. There's not. You can't do it. You can try, but you, you just can't do it. God's going to pull you back because you went far enough to go, <laughs> again, watch the Pilgrim's Progress. Gosh, watch that little movie. It's on. It's free on Prime. A little cartoon, but it's like, whoa, that is just an amazing step. It's an amazing, st- all the steps, the progress of this guy. Christian is his name, right? <laughs> great, great euphemisms, metaphors, great stuff. And so, yeah, we can get past the title now. Your perfect will for my life. What is that? So, you know, I start off with the verse there. For so long, I've been bound inside myself, Right? Closing the doors, hoping I'll find my way somehow. Do we do that? Do you do you do that? Do you do you do you do you constantly thinking, constantly thinking? I'm 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 bound up inside myself, and you're just you know right. Like so, imagine you're doing this. I'm I'm actually if for those of you on the podcast, I've got my hands wrapped around my chest. Right, there's nothing in between, not like a wife or anything. It's just me being bound up inside myself. Holding, holding myself, arms around myself, right? I'm bound up and I'm personally closing all the doors because I don't really want to know the next step of Christianity. I don't really want to know the next step of discipleship. I'm very happy where I am right now. Okay, good. Because if I started to unlock these arms and open up my arms to God's will or even God's perfect will for my life, that means it's going to have to mean subtraction, subtraction of my flesh, subtraction of my carnal man, subtraction of the things that I want to do and the goals that I have set for myself. Right. Of being whatever, of being whoever, of making how much right and getting this title. Right. So I'm going to keep myself bound up and I know I'll find my way somehow. That's that last line, hoping I'll find my way somehow. Yeah, you yeah, you think you're going to find your way to heaven being all wrapped up inside yourself or maybe find your way to a relationship with Jesus. Let's put it that way. That, that's actually a better way to say it. 
You're just going to, it's just going to accidentally happen. You're going to find your way to a personal relationship with God. Ooh, no, I think that needs to be reexamined. Okay. Chorus. But could I be the one? Could I be the one you're calling Lord? Could I, is it me? I mean, I heard you calling. Of course, of course I heard you calling, but could I be the one you're calling? I mean, maybe you were calling somebody across the street. I heard your voice. Maybe you were calling my wife or my daughter or somebody else. Not me. Are you talking about you calling me, Lord? Oh man, I went to too many Sunday school classes. Oh man, I, I went to too many church, uh, church services. I really messed up. <laughs> I really messed up. I've really, because now I can hear his voice and he won't leave me alone. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Praise God to that, right? Okay. And when all I have is faith, see, it's all you have is faith at the end of the day. Okay. That's all you have is faith. Will it be enough to carry me through? Well, some of you guys have already lost your faith, or at least you think you have. You have had these little seeds been planted in your life for what God's wanting to do, what God can do, and who God is, the ultimate everything, right? But you have these little seeds of doubt, like you started getting into science too much, science class too much. You got a, you got a teacher, you got a professor in that science class or wherever, and they just talked you into the, the most perfect understanding of how the universe has nothing to do with Jesus and the cross and the blood and how stupid and ridiculous all that is. Yeah. Okay. How's that working out for you? Because as you continue to dig, even in the scientific world, you realize, oh crap, we're, uh, hold on a second. We're, we were created the numbers, the number sequences that's even in the DNA and even the fabric of the universe. That's all mathematical. So something has created it. A higher being, a higher power to another level, man, a whole nother level of consciousness or whatever. And you're sitting here and you kind of look like a dope. You kind of sound like a dope. Now you think I sound, that's the thing is the weird thing is you think I sound like the dope. You think I sound like the fool. When in fact, I just got to tell you, man, I don't know all the numbers, but I have faith <laughs> and that's all you need. But if you, if you reject your faith, I'm not talking about faith in something and just faith in general. If you reject the faith and throw that out the window, that's part of your spirit, bro. Sis, that's part of your spirit. Don't reject that. That's part of who you are. Deep down inside of your DNA, you want to have faith. I don't know why it exists, but it does. Something, something makes sense. I don't know how to explain it, right? There's a lot more than something when you start to dig, right? And you open your mind to it, open your heart to it. And so uh, could I be the one? You're not calling the neighbor. Let me go back to that. And when all I have is faith, will it be enough to carry me through to your perfect will? Again, I like the word perfect will rather than I'm going to do the Lord's will. Oh, no, no, no. How about the perfect will? Because again, it separates, it cuts right through to the point to say, wait a second, I've got it written down when you were born. Now, you know, you notice what they say. They say when someone starts talking about your birthday, like your mom and dad, and they start talking about your birthday and the things that happened during your birth that day, who, you know, who, who showed up at the hospital, uh, how many people held you. Do you ever notice the person they're talking about gets real quiet and they're listening? <laughs> 
<laughs> Praise God, right? You just listen because you want to hear, did I, because I want to hear it. You want to hear about your birthday, right? You want to hear, was there something that they're going to add during this, this uh, testimony or their ex- explanation? Are there, is there something they're going to add that I didn't know before? It's a special thing, isn't it, to hear someone talk about your birthday? Well, what if I told you that uh, God's got his own little to-do list or statements about your birthday? What if I told you, what if, it, what, if, what if you found that out, that God has a plan for your life and it's, and it's, and it's on the other side of this piece of, piece of paper, but you can't read it? Don't you want to know what that says? <laughs> oh, praise God. Praise God. Yes, you want to know what it says. <laughs> of course you want to know what it says. That God had a plan for your life on the day you were born, baby. And somehow or another, you've got to find your way to find out what's on the other side of that piece of paper. Think about it. How fun is this? How fun is this life, this Christian life? Are you going to find out what's on the other side of that piece of paper that God wrote down? God's perfect will for your life, your purpose, why he put you here, purposes. I like to think that there's, there's a lot more than one purpose. There's the major plan for God that God has for you. There's lots of little, it's like a journey. There's lots of little things that he wants and he's got for you, right? Don't you want to find out what's on that piece of paper? You just don't care. This is the God of the universe we're talking about. This ain't even your parents who can talk about what happened and how they rinsed you off and handed you to mama first or handed you to daddy first and how my dad wasn't even in there because it was Monday night football. He couldn't, they wouldn't even let him in. Do you want to hear those details or do you want to hear God's plan for your life? Wake up, wake up. You think it was just having kids and then now you're retired. It's time to it's time to go on vacations and have the have a ball, man. God's done with me. Burr, wrong for, wrong friend. Wrong. This is just what he's about to use you. That was just part of the plan that he had for you. Wake up. Get yourself in shape both physically and mentally and spiritually. Get the planks out of those eyes and let's put you to work, baby. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. So this is exciting. I love this show because I'm like, I didn't know I was maybe a little bit of a preacher, but these songs, I wrote these songs that are just like out of this world, out of this world, ridiculous. And so I'm enjoying telling you how I wrote them. This was in my heart to go, this is me, by the way, this is me. Oh yeah. Some songs are written and I'm kind of looking at my neighbor going, yeah, you need this song. But this song is written about me. I'm having, I'm ha- like you could hear, you could hear the discussion between the verse and the chorus, the second verse and the chorus and the bridge and your perfect will in my life. It's a meditation there at the bridge. Are you calling my name? And then the second time we do the bridge, I hear you calling my name, right? For so long, I've been waiting for someone other than me to take the lead while the work is done. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? Hello, Christian people. Church, not the building. People sitting in your homes right now. You are the church. 
Are you waiting for someone other than you to take the lead? Guess what? They're all waiting for everybody that's sitting there is waiting that way. They're waiting for someone else to do the hard work. They're waiting for someone else to do the thing, to do the podcast like this. They're waiting for someone else. If anything, Lord, anything but me, I I can't, I don't want to do it. Don't say you can't do it. You don't want to do it. He's just, so you're just going to wait on someone else other than me. Let me hit that second verse. For so long, I haven't found my freedom, Lord. This is in, in, in within. The, this is this is when the context of Christianity. I haven't found my freedom in the context of Christianity. I'm holding the rails, praying that I won't fall. This is this is it. You are. This is the crazy thing. So imagine an elderly person, a geriatric, holding the rails because they're afraid to fall. Right? (laughs) And you are perfect bodied. Your spirit is so weak and fragile and frail that you haven't cultivated any kind of relationship in your spiritual world. Yes, it probably is. It's time for some rehab. It's time for some discipleship. Because I can't do this alone, friend. I need you. And when you get rolling, you're going to need me. And other Christians that are going to be like, yeah, man, we're in this together. Let's go. Let's move. Let's take big strides that we've been missing all our lives. You've been taking little baby steps, but it ain't forward. It's backwards. You've been, (laughs) that's actually a good point. You take a little baby steps backwards where you're constantly thinking someone else is going to do it. Someone else is going to step up. Someone else besides me. I can't do it. I mean, I know I can't do it, right? I'm going to just keep backing it on up here. And I'm going to see who else God's going to call because I know it ain't me, right? I mean, right? I'm too weak. I'm too old. I'm too feminine. I'm too this. I'm too short. I'm too tall. I'm too... What? How many more excuses are you going to give God? You over... So so the, 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 the most funniest thing is some of the most uh, apt, apt humans, right? They'll do everything else to perfection, but their own spiritual life... Well, I don't want to do that. God's not call, God's not calling me, you know. And so it's oh, it's great to be successful in the real world, right? In the in the world, right? And to do all that. But what happens when we take a break from that? Is it all over? Is it all over? No, it ain't over. It ain't over. Come on, come on and join me. Get serious. Get up. Be strong. Ask God what, what he wants from you. And I'll bet you, I'll bet you when we get to heaven, it's on the back piece of that paper. It's been on the back piece of that paper. So you think it's a new idea because you just got, the Holy Spirit came and touched you via this show and other shows. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you decided to, to take the next step towards the Lord. And you think it's just a, a Johnny-come-lately idea. I bet you it ain't. Because that's how amazing Jesus and God and Holy Spirit is. I'll bet you it's on the back of that piece of paper from the day you were born. He called you to this. Otherwise, what are you going to be known for? I know friends of mine. This is why I have so much uh, in my heart about this. I've got friends and family of mine. What's it going to say? What What would it, if it was, I know this is a joke, but what would it, what would the appropriate marker on their tombstone be? 
This is a joke, but what would the appropriate marker be? Here lies so-and-so. I was, I had watched, I had binge watched, I've watched every show of X, Y, and Z. <laughs> I've, I, I mean, I am, I, you know, I am, I am an ace at whatever, checkers or whatever. I, I know, I know every touchdown that Peyton Manning threw and every receiver and every, every goal line and the running backs and the, the catching and the, oh, come on, you some kind of encyclopedia for, uh, for the winners what are they going to say about you? Is that what they're going to say? Ooh, no. I pray to God, no. It's time to enter a whole new arena of the spiritual. So, so you've got three things here. We got physical, right? We got the physical world that you live in. We got the mental world, right? Mind, body, and spirit. And the spiritual world is like a third of everything. <laughs> and where are you? This is, I really want this to come across as a motivation to his perfect will. What a song. One more time with the lyrics. Take a look at them on the screen. You can download this PNG at mwdhq.com. And on, uh, so far, you can download 14 songs, but this song will be the 15th song. You'll be able to download it, uh, this 15th demo on Sunday after I get finished with the show. So very good, very good. I'm going to do, remember, I'm going to do the backstory of what made me write this song. I've been telling a little bit about how I wrote the song for me, but on Wednesday, I'm going to break it down even more about your perfect will. That's God's perfect will for my life. I'm going to break down the backstory, and I'm going to do the Bible references on Friday. That's how this, uh, this show works. And today, I'm going to do five-song concert. And Wednesday, we'll do the same five song concert, different songs, and Friday, different songs. And these are 5, 10, 15 from the previous Sunday jam. Y'all get the rhythm. I love it. All righty. Great, great, great. Thanks for hanging in there so far. I got to, little, I got to talk a little bit about your perfect will. And I'm so excited about this song. It's just, uh, I've played these songs thousands of times to no one's ears and so i'm so proud to have it out here on the internets and for it to possibly 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 strike someone right in the spiritual heart and take over their lives because guess what all we need is one all we need is one like me and one turns into another one and then that one turns into another one, or maybe another two. And then those two turn into another four, and then another eight, and then another 16. And then here we go. And all of a sudden, we just want to serve God with our lives and our love. All right, folks. Very good. Very good. I am going to pop back. And remember, on Mondays, what happens? Does anybody remember what happens on Monday? The first song. This is the last time I'm going to sing this song until it's unveiled um, which will be, this will, this song will be number 120 as far as I can add. I'm doing 120 songs in three years, 40 songs a year, one song a week, so 40 weeks a year. Oops, let's go this way, and then we're going to minus 15. The reason it says minus 15, and I say that I'm going to unveil it as, as number 120, is because I had to start with 15 songs, 
And this one was the last of the 15. After this week, we will li- literally say goodbye to, let's say, yeah, Proverbs Proverbs 3, 3 through 6. We will literally say goodbye unless it's special requested at certain times. But other than that, I have not released I Know About Your Love. If you're interested in Proverbs 3, you can go to song week, song, song week number one, 1M, 1F, 1W. I got that out of order in 1S. All right, I know about your love. Let's let's see what we got here. Oh, let's turn. We got to push buttons here. All right. We got microphones ready to go. We got toboggans ready to warm. <laughs> Guitars that aren't too cold. I have sang this song, what, 15 times now. So here we go. Last time, I know a a love song to Jesus, a love song to God, a love song to the Holy Spirit. You don't have to say it. God. I'll be all right. say it I already love you too you don't have to say it tonight cause I know about how you love me and I know about your grace I know your actions speak a thousand words that you have shown to me And I know about your love You don't have to say it Jesus You died for me I know about how you love me And I know about your grace I know your actions speak a thousand words that you have shown to me And I know about your love There's a part of me Ready to give my life for something Some things I can't explain It's just that I love you forever I love you forever and ever and ever Say it, Holy Spirit of God, you're always right here with me. You don't have to say it, your prayer.
praying for me even now You don't have to say it My love Oh, oh, cause I know about How you love me And I know about your grace Well, I know your actions speak a thousand words that you have shown to me And I know about your love oh, oh. I know about your love And about your grace I know your actions speak a thousand words to me And I know about your love oh, 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 oh. And I know about your Praise the Lord. It's time for the second song to be played tonight. Second of four. And I mentioned it a moment ago. It's called Proverbs 3, 3 through 6. Oh, it just has a verse and it just has a chorus. And then we repeat it and have a good time with it. Let. It's a command. Let love. And faithfulness never leave you, never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on your heart, the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart And lean not on your understanding Trust in the Lord with all your heart And lean not on your understanding Ooh, in all your ways Acknowledge Him And He will lead Love and faithfulness Never leave you Never leave you Bind them around your neck Write them on your heart The tablet of your heart Then you will win favor And a good name In the sight of God Trust in the Lord with all your heart And lean not on your understanding Trust in the Lord with all your heart 
and lean up on your understanding oh in all your ways acknowledge him and he will lead you home oh you better trust in the lord with all your heart on your understanding trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding Ooh, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will lead you on oh in all Ah, button problems as usual. That was two down. We got three to go. Let me do a little ready for you and a little bit of <clears throat> a little bit of what's that in my throat? <laughs> a little bit of who knows what that is in my throat because I have no excuse, no pollen around here with uh, how cold it is up here in North Georgia. <clears throat> the American state. <clears throat> Ready for you. I know that. Makes me wanna be ready for you all over again and again and again for you again. may want to be ready for you I see that you're ready for me and it makes me it makes me want to be Are true. 
crazy, hazy, head over heels in love with them. There was a father who loved his babies. He would play with them, pay for them, be everything in love with them. Bless this mother. these children and this home she ran out of the sugar he worked to the bone and they prayed 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 and the family was saved he kissed on the mama 
she loved on the kids and they prayed 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 and the family was saved there's papas and mamas papas and grannies Ooh, their babies have babies and what we've got is a family family together a family forever we walk with them talk with them hold them tight in love with them bless this mother bless this father bless these children and this home she ran out of the sugar He works to the bone And they prayed, prayed, prayed And the family was saved He kissed on the mama She loved on the kids And they prayed, prayed, prayed And the family was saved we were all torn up Listening to the sound of the phone Babies crying Ooh, We got down on our knees And we say, Hallowed be thy name Hallowed these children and this home she ran out of the sugar he worked to the bone and they prayed 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 and the family was saved he kissed on the mama she loved on the kids they prayed, prayed, prayed And the family was saved Well, she ran out of the sugar He worked to the bone When they prayed, 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 prayed And the family was saved He kissed on the mama And she loved on the kids when they prayed, 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 and a family was saved. And the 
family was saved You know it was You What a song to end on Number five You Five for the night Thanks for dealing with my throat tonight. I usually don't do as much hacking as I, I did tonight, but I was like, I'm determined to get it out, and I don't think I did. <laughs> we'll see what happens on this one. You, love song to Jesus. Another one, another love song to Jesus, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. Now yeah, we can have a lot of those, can't we?
song concert comes to an end thank you 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 ah good we got over a monday didn't we we got over the monday today i'm gonna put it back on this one figure out my video problems for the next one don't worry what it is i'll tell you what it is real quick technical i've got two of these little small little cameras and they're made by the same manufacturer. But that manufacturer's app on my computer there, it only does one at a time. So one gets the edited whatever I want, and the other one doesn't really mirror it. Okay, fine. Dandy. Want to learn more about this show? Check out the description or visit my website, mwdhq.com. Download free demos of each song of the week and email me from the Connect page. Please subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications join me four times a week as i prep you for church and explore the significant meanings between salvation and discipleship become a christian begin to walk the talk this is what you're doing this is what you're doing this is what you're supposed to be doing sometimes but you just keep doing this I need you to walk the talk. <laughs> I'll come up with a funny thing. Oh, that was from a movie. Strengthen your walk with God. Get inspired by what I'm saying. Pass it on as you begin to challenge your friends and family hmm, with your words and actions. Because without actions, you're just doing this, right? You're just doing this. And people get tired of that. People can see right through that. You do know that, right? People can see right through that. People can see right through that. I'm going to say it one more time. People can see right through the talking and not the walking. I think you need to be aware of that. <laughs> Some people are not aware. Oh, sad. Be a better husband. Ooh, could I be a better husband? Wife. Could you be a better wife? Ooh, son. Could you be a better son? Daughter, mother, father. 
granddad, grandmother, neighbor, friend, leader, and follower. Mm, Could we be better at those things? I think we could. I have two questions for you tonight. Number one, what is that specific thing that God has called you to do, both regarding your life's purpose and this very day? What do he call you to do today? Number two, have I, have you, have you passed it forward by challenging and encouraging someone else today? Right? Not just encouragement all the time. Challenge and encouragement. That's what it's all about. Let's put these this into practice right now. Which of the following statements could you share with someone or absorb right now? But I'm wanting you to share them with someone. Share these. See, because you're important to somebody. I don't know who it is, but you're important to them. I believe in you. Could you tell that to somebody? It's amazing what that word might do. I believe in you. Okay, somebody believes in me. I, I better start acting like somebody believes. See, people start acting like they, like I've got somebody over here that believes in me, so I can't do that. I can't do A, B, C, and D. But if they don't think that you believe in them, they don't care if they do A, B, C, and D. But if they think you believe in them, whoo, a little pressure there. And that's what we want. By the way, that's what we want. Just like when you raise a child, right? You want them to believe, you want them to know that you're right there watching. That that's part of the words, I believe in you. That means I'm watching you. I'm not gonna say I believe in you and then walk away <laughs> and never look in, in, in your in your life's direction again. No, it's I believe in you, and I'm gonna help you stay in the guardrails of what's appropriate concerning what the Bible has has put into has uh, what the Bible says, all right? So you connect that with the way we're supposed to live via the Bible. And all of a sudden, we have perfect symmetry, right? The perfect will, or getting close to it, right? We're trying. Everybody, everybody, uh, everybody has to decide about that themselves, right? But <clears throat> there is a perfect will, right? Uh, I should add to the, the perfect will statements. It's not your perfect will. <laughs> it's his perfect will. It's not what you came up with. It's what God has given you. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, this is what God has given me to do for my life's purpose. Not what you gave you. Not what you gave you. What God's given you. God keeps wanting you to do this, right? You keep doing this. Don't, don't, don't try to get that twisted and think that God's wanting you to do the thing that you made up. No, maybe he is. You have to see. Everybody's different. Everything is different, but we have to rely on him and his word. I want to help you. Could you say that to somebody? I want to help you. Ooh, that's a good one. I've been praying for you. Could you say that? That's words. That's true. I want to help you, though. That That's action, isn't it? I believe in you. That's words, but it's action when you keep looking back at them and going, right? Thinking about the thing. I'm thinking about action and statements right words versus versus action here's a here's something that's real important Ooh, everybody loves this i was wrong when you get apologized to doesn't that feel good i was wrong i'm sorry and i want to make amends think about it in your life when have you said that to someone i was wrong i'm sorry and i want to make amends it has to be a trifecta it has to be a trifecta it has to all happen it can't just be i was wrong and i'm sorry there has to be amends made an attempt to make amends. It has to be. It has to be. It's all connected there. 
By the way, has it ever happened to you where someone came up to you and said, I was wrong, I'm sorry, and I want to make amends? And have they made amends? Did they make amends? Ooh, very important. That third one, you cannot go without it. Otherwise, it's just blabber. Please forgive me. Could you say that to somebody? Please forgive me. Could you forgive me? Maybe they say no. Maybe they said that they forgave you 10 years ago, five years ago, five minutes ago, but you they keep acting like they didn't forgive you. So just ask them again. Don't hold it as a grudge that they're not forgiving you. Ask them again to forgive you. Say, I, I can tell you haven't really forgiven me the first time. I'm not holding it against you. I just want to ask you. So isn't it, isn't it interesting in, in this st- stupid, stupid world that we live in that the person... This person has, let's say this person A, right, is the worst person in the world. And person B is the sweetest, nicest person in the world, right? And But this worst person has beat up on this person B their entire lives, right? Just the worst thing, right? And then they, person A, says, I want you to forgive me, person B. And person B looks, looks at him crossways like, you kidding me? And then guess what person A does? Oh, you already know what I was going to say, right? Person A decides, look at this. Look at this terrible person B. She won't forgive me. Look at how just, oh, what an evil heart for not forgiving me. Look at how evil she is. And person B not only has been hurt by this person A their entire lives. Now they're the guilty party. They're the guilty party. They See how you flipped it on me? So now you're the victim. You're the victim after I've been a victim my entire life and it's hard for me to maybe forgive. Don't do that. Please forgive me. So if they have a hard time forgiving you, well, you really must have messed up. Be patient. Take a deep breath. You are not the victim because they didn't forgive you. You are not the victim. They are still the victim because you're asking them forgiveness. It's hard for them. You've done them really, 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 really wrong. Go back and ask them for forgiveness again and again and again. Because if that's in your heart, if you really do mean that you want to be forgiven, you got to keep going back. Otherwise, if you say, if you say oh, look at her. She won't forgive me. Then you really didn't mean your forgiveness, did you? Ooh. Here's another statement from my heart and soul. Thank you. Could you tell it to somebody today, tomorrow? From my heart and soul. Not just thank you. Do we add in a little salt and pepper? Not just your perfect will. I'm sorry, not just your will. Your will be done, Lord. How about your perfect will be done? It's a little something there. How about, like I was saying earlier, how about instead of just getting, instead of just saying a prayer, oh, Lord, Lord, a prayer, prayer, prayer. How about getting on your actual knees and saying that same exact prayer? I wonder what could happen. Well, we don't know, do we? Actual knees. Not one knee, two knees. Ooh, I was going to do one thing. All right, so we're going to do it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to mess this up. I'm going to. I'm going to do it in a moment. So please forgive me. I love it from my heart and soul. Thank you. I said that one. How about this one? I sincerely love you. Could you tell that to someone tomorrow, tonight? Not I love you. I sincerely love you. Ooh, we're on a good roll tonight because everything is about about putting salt and pepper and slap your mama and you know good old gravy on top of it. Let's put a little sincerely. I I sincerely love you. Not just I love you. Everybody says that all the time. How about I sincerely love you? Could you tell that to somebody? God loves you. 
Ooh, I like that. God loves you. God is patiently waiting for you. Could you tell it to someone tomorrow? God is patiently waiting for you. Hmm. That's a tricky one to say tomorrow because you better not have any planks in your eyes, right? If you just tell someone God's patiently waiting for you and they're like, who are you to tell me that? God's waiting for you, you old sinner. <laughs> what if God's telling you, what if God's, God's like, oh man, or this person is like, oh, are you kidding? So God is patiently waiting for you. He really is. God has a purpose for your life, both daily and in general, which is what I've been talking about. What is God's perfect will for your life? So that, that goes hand in hand with what I, what I wanted to end with. But I did miss one thing. So guess what? We got, we got a good one here. Ooh, it's a good one. So, oh, here we go. So I was talking about, ooh, being on, ooh, being on your knees. We've been talking about that. I've got versebyverseministry.org. They're the people who I'm looking at right now on their website. Why did Jesus kneel in prayer? Ooh, I love this article. It's so short. I'm going to read it. The only time Jesus is showing, is shown kneeling in prayer is in the Garden of Gethsemane, right before, this is right when he was betrayed, and right before they gave him up to the henchmen to take him in to be crucified. So in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus' posture in prayer is an indication of his submission to the Father's will. Kneeling is a sign of submission to authority. Men knee to acknowledge another's authority over us. For example, even King Solomon acknowledged that he was a subject of a higher authority by kneeling, 1 Kings 8.54. When Solomon had finished praying this entire prayer, and supplication to the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord. So he was kneeling, from kneeling on his knees with his hands spread toward heaven. First Kings, the next verse. And he stood and blessed all the assembly of Israel with a loud voice saying, blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel according to all that he promised. Not one word has failed of all his good promise, which he promised through Moses, his servant. All men are, this is back to a normal person talking. All men are called to acknowledge the Lord's rule in our lives by kneeling before him in worship. Psalms 95, six says, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. And so Jesus was kneeling in submission to the Father's authority. Jesus is described in Luke as kneeling when he sought the Father's permission to avoid the cross, Garden of Gethsemane. Consider Jesus' words as he prayed, Luke twenty-two thirty-nine, And he came out and proceeded, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples also followed him. When he arrived at that place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and began to pray, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet not my will, 
but yours be done. Note that Jesus' request to the Father was that Jesus be allowed to avoid the cross, and Jesus prayed in a posture of submission to the Father's authority. While it's likely that Jesus knelt at other times as well, this particular moment was crucial since it demonstrated both the extent of Jesus' suffering and his willingness to submit to the Father's authority. Jesus taught that we pray the Father's will be done. And in this moment, we see evidence that Jesus prayed this way as well. Clearly, Jesus wished to avoid the pain of the cross, but he submitted to the will of the Father, and his kneeling demonstrated that submission. And so this this is so perfect with the song of the week, Your Perfect Will. I wanted to get that in there and I missed it earlier, but that's okay. Hey, for those of you who stuck around, you got a blessing about the kneeling. We are going to be talking about kneeling. Like I said, like I said, with a little salt and pepper on God's will for my life or God's perfect will for my life, right? It just, it straightens it up, doesn't it? Okay. Praying or getting on your knees and praying, it kind of straightens it up, doesn't it? Thank you. I sincerely thank you. I love you. I sincerely love you. Right? All right. I could go on. I've I've already hit all the notes tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining my church prep family. I'll see you live Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern for the Song of the Week's Backstory. That's right. We will be L-I-V-E live again. (laughs) All right. Join me then. To God be the glory.